actually some positive house news instead of the normal, my house is imploding. Um, yes! By all means, man, it's all you. I cannot do that shit. <laughs> Fix it, Epic, or I'm gonna remove it, just to spite you. Even though I'm just one voice. <laughs> I'm one voice in a sea of millions. But yeah, Boogerman, uh, I'd play it's a pick-and-flick adventure. Um, <laughs> Booger! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. It's our 33rd episode, and I am Al. I am Kyle. And we are a dastardly duo tonight. Uh, Nick is feeling under the weather, so we hope you feel better soon, buddy. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back on the next episode. But, uh, alright. So what the hell's been going on? <laughs> oh, actually some positive house news instead of the normal, my house is imploding. Um, yes! Installed a new door today downstairs, and I gotta say, it went really well. It wasn't as... I did a door upstairs a couple weeks ago, and it was really out of square. But the one downstairs it took me like an hour to get it up, trimmed, and everything. It looked so, pretty good, man, from what I saw on the uh, the picture you had. Yeah, it turned out okay. I picked up an air compressor this week and a nail gun to do the molding mm-hmm. and the trim. And man, what a what a difference! The other door, I just hammered and nailed it in. Oh Jesus! This one, <laughs> this one, I know it took forever to get those stupid little nails in, but this one, like, it was just seconds once it hooked up. It was like, pachoop, pachoop, pachoop. So, um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, had a hell of a bingo night on Friday night. <laughs> Which is why we were recording tonight on Sunday. Kyle, this must have been a riveting experience. Oh, my God. It was, it was um, electric there. Uh, <laughs> the insanity and the level of play was, was crazy. I mean, there was, like, oohs and ahs. Um, but seriously, it was a, um, it was a, what do you call that? It was a fundraiser for my son's school. Mm-hmm. So it was a couple bucks a person. They go and you get this 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 giant book of bingo cards, and uh, I mean, they just it was just crazy. Like it was the, the the whole school was packed with people. It was loud. It was noisy. Um, you could barely hear the person saying the numbers. And I thought it was going to be like four or five rounds of bingo, and then that would have been it. Right. It was it was like twenty sheets of bingo cards that we had Jesus. to go through. What time did you wind up getting <laughs> and, home? Uh, it was after nine o'clock. Oh my! Which is God. late for the kids because the kids were there too, and like Liam was super into it. He didn't want to go. That that dude was like, "We're not, we're not leaving. Right? We're just playing till we win." And I'm like, "No, it's it's late. We gotta go." That's hysterical. So it was pretty <laughs> funny, but like you could hear people yelling. Whenever someone would get bingo, you'd hear a lot of like, "Oh!" And like there was a, a lot of grandmothers came, which was pretty funny. Oh man, they take that shit but, seriously too. They really do. Did you did you ever see uh, Impractical Jokers? Um, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah. Did you ever see the one where uh, they had the punishment for Sal, where he was in a bingo hall, and anytime they told him, he had to say bingo, <laughs> whether he had it or not. Whether he had it or not, and this is like a big ass bingo hall. I, I want to say it was like there was probably like five hundred people in there, dude, and. Uh, He's like, they did it like two times. They'd come over there like, you don't have bingo. And then uh, they gave him a round. He's like, oh, thanks, guys. He's like, seriously, you can't do that anymore. These people are serious. 
But it got they to the are. point. It got to the point where like this old lady looked like she was ready to turn around and smack him with her cane. <laughs> well, I used to work at a bingo hall um, to help some friends out of ours. Uh, their parents bought a bingo hall and they needed help no running kidding. it in the beginning. And uh, yeah, they're crazy. Um, they would. Uh, it was. It was all like old ladies that would go, um, and and they would see these ladies. They would have like six or seven cards out at once that they would be playing. Dude, no way. And, uh, yeah, it was always busy. It was always old ladies. They were cutthroat. Damn. So they made a lot of money doing that too. Like owning that bingo hall. They I banked. guess. It's crazy. I guess you could make some bank. I don't know, man. Yeah, well, the people running it made the money. That's what I mean. That's, oh, I was gonna say, yeah, those people. Those people are gonna make they a ton. Did well. Yeah, they did really well. So that's cool. Yeah, that's my weekend. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, you know, some of the things we talked about, we'll just keep off the show. But it, things are looking up, and <laughs> I'm happy about that. Um, just spend some time with the kids. We um. We actually, Amber and I went out last night for dinner for the first time in a long time. And uh, my mother-in-law came up. She took the kids. And uh, we wound up going to Henry's Salt of the Sea hmm. and uh, out, in, uh, out in A-Town. And I got to say, that was uh, that was pretty damn good. Um, hmm. Some of the things, a little dated. I mean, this place has been there for like 40-plus years, and it kind of looks like it. Yeah. Um, but the food was really good. The seafood was amazing. Like if you like lobster, it was the best lobster I ever ate. Like they cooked it perfect. But um, hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it's not bad, man. So that was fun, and we came. It, it was funny. Our reservation, we couldn't get a reservation until eight thirty. So we drove just because down. it was busy, or yeah, yeah, because they were packed. So we drove down around like four ish to go around to Allentown. We stopped in a Warhammer store, which was really neat. This new Warhammer store that just opened up. And, uh, that sounds cool. It was neat. Yeah, the guy had a, tons of figures. They had a big table spread out so that people could play, and there were a couple people playing. Um, and then we just kind of drove around, but it was like by 7 o'clock, dude, I was ready to kill somebody. I was so hungry. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we did wind up spending a lot of time just walking around this, this store called At Home, the in-home uh, home deco store. Okay. Where It's where an old Kmart used to be off of... Um, I don't know if it was Cedar Crest or MacArthur or one of those, but it's humongous. It's humongous, and it's all interior decoration stuff and, like, some outdoor mm-hmm. shit. But it, if you can think it, like, it's there. They they had all kinds of crap, and it was just cool to look at. But, um, hmm. yeah, so we did that, and then uh, other than that, I... I I played some games, hung around, played some games with the girls, and uh, watched uh, uh, Paige try to play Kingdom Hearts, which was always funny. Although she gets Amber <laughs> a bunch of money just running around swinging the key at everything. That's pretty cool. Oh, the, did you get the? Did uh, you guys? Did you get the new one? Oh yeah. When does that yeah. come out again? That, <laughs> yeah, no, that came out uh, uh, the end of the month, the twenty ninth, I think. Okay, of January. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mainly got it for Amber. That's, like, her series. And it's funny. Like, I haven't seen her play many games in the past few years, but, like, she has been binging through this, and it's fun to watch. Like, she's just been playing, you know, nonstop, and it's really great to see. Like, I'm glad she's actually gotten some time to play games. 
so that's cool yeah i'm working on the first one uh it's okay i it's um it's okay i can't get over like some of the controls are a little floaty in the first one and i wish they would have fixed it because i'm I'm playing an hd remaster yeah and i think that would have been a perfect time to fix a lot of those mistakes and they didn't seem to do that they just kind of made it like look a little fresher right so yeah i'm enjoying it it's fun and the kids love watching me play but um yeah i wish i just wish they would have fixed some of the I'm sure some of the and at the time period, I'm sure it was fine. But now, yeah. with how tight they make controls, like I think I think they could have done a little bit better with the remake. Um, from what I've played of it, they're still a tad floaty. But oh, really? But I mean, it's still a pretty damn good game. Oh sure, no, I'm not it's not it's not unplayable by any means. I just no, it's annoying though. <laughs> a little bit. And they still have that damn gummy ship, which I hate. I hate that whole portion <laughs> of it. Fuck, do I hate that? <laughs> But, so what have you been playing? I'll get to what I've been playing a little bit. Um, I'm still playing a lot of Splatoon. Still playing a lot of Splatoon 2. Um, I just beat the Octo expansion. Nice. Which was cool. Man, did that get tough. Oh, really? That got really hard. Especially, like, you know, you play the the, the single player the first Splatoon, and it's super easy. You can blow through it. Yeah. And then the, the single player Splatoon 2 gets a little bit trickier. But this thing just turns it up to like eleven right away. Ooh. I mean, it's it's super hard. Um, towards the end, once you get all the pieces to build a blender, you know, then you gotta you gotta escape from the underground, and it just gets it gets pretty tough. So surprisingly tough. But I beat it today, uh, which doesn't really get me much other than now I can play as an octoling and a squidling, a squid kid. So that's nice. all it really does. But it was it was it was cool. Um, so playing a lot of that. Liam is still doing really well. They just did a splat fest this weekend, so it was pancakes versus waffles. <laughs> so he picked pancakes, I picked waffles. Um, we'll find out, I think, tomorrow who the winner is of the splat fest. Oh, that's funny. so. I don't, are you familiar with what they are? Not quite, but I might have an idea. Just like everybody chooses right. a, a side, and then whoever wins. Right. So, like, so over Christmas, it was like friends or family, and then. If you whatever side you pick, you get a specific color, and then you battle the other team, and like whoever wins the most battles, whoever so it goes by three different things: whoever wins the most votes, whoever wins the most battles, and whoever paints. I think it's whoever gets the most, the highest score, okay, something like that. But if, if whoever gets the the two out of three wins, and then that side wins. So like family won the most votes, but friends won the most battles, so they right. won overall. So this one was the same thing, only with waffles and pancakes. <laughs> and they re- they redo the whole like the whole um lobby where you go in. They do a redo the whole thing so they make it look like Times Square on um New Year's Eve. Oh, that's great. They have like lights going everywhere. The two main characters that do the news every day that tell you what stages you're playing, they they do like a concert. Oh, get so out. So they're singing up with like these big speakers. There's lights flashing everywhere. It's uh Liam loves it. It's 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 pretty cool how they do that every once in a while. That is really so cool. Keep keeps the game fresh. Um, nice. let's see what else I'm trying to play Doom VR I'm having a really hard time with it though it is making me sick as shit really I can't this is the only game that I, I get really nauseous on is and it it's smooth like, turning I can play... or yeah. yeah it's smooth turning I just think it's the tight corridors have the fast move because you're moving it's fast especially when you're fighting Yeah. and then um, just that it's not very clear so I think that's those three things just they're not good for my stomach. And I don't know if I'm going to sell it or just, I don't know, trade up for something different that I might play more like Beat Saber. 
Wow, that bad, huh? Yeah, and I love Doom. It's one of my favorite series, and I, I love the mechanic. Like, the fighting in this is really awesome, but I just can't get past moving around, and I just I don't want to play a game that I'm going to get sick on. Yeah, no way, man. So, bummer to that. We'll see. And watching, I just finished um, Punisher Season 2. Ooh, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was excellent. Oh, I gotta There's... Watch. A scene at the very end, like after the whole story wraps up and there's a scene of like what he's doing at the very end. It's like a perfect Punisher comic image, like on the, on, you know what I mean? Like video shot. Yeah. It just, he nailed it with the trench coat and the, and the guns and like the, the skull in the middle. It just really freaking badass. So he is the I perfect recommend. Punisher. Oh, he sure is. You know, growing up, I always thought Henry Rollins would have been the perfect Punisher. That is a good choice. Um, I think this dude's better. He does it so well. He does it really well. I, I remember mm-hmm. when he first appeared in Daredevil Season 2. And, you know, when I heard that they casted him, because I've seen him in Walking Dead, and I was like, uh, yep. mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. But uh, he nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. And uh, it's hard to imagine anybody else in the role now. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with it now. I, I really wish that was... <clears throat> I really wish that was, excuse me, I really wish that was one that um, Netflix would just keep doing. Did they officially I mean, cancel it? I think they officially canceled all of them. Oh. All the all the Marvel ones. And, like, that's the thing. Disney didn't want them. Disney's like, we're not doing rated R Marvel comic movies or shows. So yeah. Netflix was just like, nah, we're just dumping it. <laughs> wow. Probably because they didn't want to pay Disney the licensing, yeah, I'm assuming. But... probably exorbitant. Yeah, it just sucks though, because man, they're so good. Like Daredevil and and uh, Finisher, Punish Finisher, Punisher <laughs> was so so good. Man, so, did, spe- speaking of Netflix, did you hear? Um, uh, what is it? Friday, the Umbrella Corporation comes out. Is that this Friday already? I think so. The Resident Evil series. Somebody mentioned it in oh. uh, Veteran Gamers, anyway. Oh man, there are so many so many shows right now that I want to watch on Netflix that I just don't have time to. Because <laughs> I'm gonna want to watch that. Um, there's another one called Russian Dolls that I want to watch. Did you see the preview for this? I did. It looks interesting. It looks very interesting. It, it does. How she just keeps dying over and over. So <laughs> dude's like, is it painful? Yes. Like, <laughs> It just looks like dark humor, and that's right up my that's alley. That's right up our alley. <laughs> Coming yep. from two guys that love Ash vs. the Evil Dead. <laughs> oh, so good. I got to finish that, too. Yeah, same here. I, I, I forget what season I left off on at this point, but it was so good. <laughs> well, I watched season... I think I watched season two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got two seasons in, and I think there's only three seasons. Yeah. So. So funny. That's it for me, man. What about you? Well, I guess we'll start with watching. Uh, nothing nearly as exciting as what you've been watching, but we've been hooked on uh, the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> oh yeah, it like we love cooking shows, so you know it's something. It was something new, you know, at the time. And there's like six seasons of it on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is bad because if we get into a show, we're gonna watch everything. Um, sure. So. We've been watching that, and it's really, it's like another, like, MasterChef for baking, basically. You know, it starts out with, like, ten finalists, and each week somebody gets eliminated, and then it goes down to the final three, and a big competition and all that. But it's just interesting to see all the stuff they make, like, under these certain parameters, 
and um, some of these people are just insanely good when it comes to like visual, you know, creations and sh and shit like that for baking something. It just blows my mind. So it's, for me, it's just fun to watch somebody do something I could never possibly do. Um, so I like that. And then a while back, Luke told me about uh, this show on YouTube that I'm utterly addicted to called Hot Ones. Have you mm -hmm. watched that? I have not. So it's an interview show where they interview celebrities and they eat spicy chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's incredible. You have to watch the season premiere of this season. And there's like eight seasons. But the premiere episode this season had Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> And oh, it, that's perfect. How was it? Fucking hilarious. A, the show is completely uncensored. And um, it starts out, there's ten wings, and, like, the first one's, like, sriracha sauce. So, you know, it's, it's a little kick, but you can imagine, it just goes up from there. And it's, like, funny. It starts out, like, he's asking questions about Gordon's career, and Gordon's answering them, you know. And uh, he takes, like, a bite of the second wing, and he goes, fuck. He's like, first thing I'm going to get you guys is a fucking better chicken wing. These things are dry as fuck. Like, it's, it's, I'm telling you, dude, you will laugh till you have tears coming out your eyes. By the end of it, he's getting into the hotter sauces, and he's just sitting there like, fuck. Shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, dude, I've never laughed so hard, but, like, they have tons of celebrities. Like, Gordon Ramsay was on there. They had Rachel Ray at one point. They had uh, Brian Cranston and James Franco in the same episode. Oh, perfect. Seth Rogen. Uh, you I name it. I see Weird Al. I see Weird Al has done one. The Weird Al episode was fantastic. I can't Yeah, I'm going to watch this for sure. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I apologize Don't now. Be. You're, you're probably going to be up till about 1030 just binging one after the other. I'm okay with that. It's so fun. But yeah, I've been watching that too, and it's it's really fantastic. Uh, First We Feast Productions, they are nailing it over there. It's a great show. So wait, does the host eat hot wings too, or is it just yep. the interviewer? No, he eats oh, hot they wings They both too. do. Oh, yep. that's awesome. Yep, and the sauce that they use for the last dab, which is mm -hmm. like the hottest sauce in the thing, and they add a little something extra on the last one, like a little droplet, you know, to finish it off. Uh, usually it's this Blair's Mega Death Sauce. And uh, mm -hmm. I usually use their Step Up Ultra Death Sauce on most of my food. So if we ever get famous, I'm going on that show. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, man, it's all you. I cannot do that shit. <laughs> I, there's no way. I had these bacon-wrapped jalapenos Ooh. that I got from Aldi's, right? And usually jalapenos is about as hot as I can go. Sure. And, man, I don't know what it was. The first one, I took, like, a nice chunk because I was like, oh, I can do jalapenos. Dude, it burned the shit out of my mouth. I could not get <laughs> milk fast enough. I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? I'm like just chugging it because, it, dude, I never had a, a jalapeno that hot. It, it dude, just tor torched my mouth. It depends, man. Like, I remember, like, I can handle jalapenos like nothing. And uh, when I was, I smoked food that one summer when I had the, the smoker, I threw some peppers on there. I was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to smoke a few peppers. I've never done that before. And I, I left the seeds in and everything, and I, I pulled them out, you know, and the smoke made the pepper pretty soft. So I was like, oh, I'll try it. Mm -hmm. I took one bite. It was the hottest fucking thing I ever put in my mouth to this day. Like, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't even eat it. I'm like, fuck that. I just dumped it right in the trash. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I've been watching. As far as playing, uh, I'm still playing Bard's Tale 4. I'm kind of savoring that game. I'm really, 
really enjoying that. That's like just a great RPG romp. Um, I'd say I'm probably like 40% through it because I just keep getting distracted with side quests. Um, then I started playing uh, Portalarium's Shroud of the Avatar again, the, the latest from Richard Garriott. Uh, the last time I tried to play it was on my laptop, and I could only play it on like low to low mid quality, and the game looked like shit. Like, mm-hmm. it looked really bad. Um, so it kind of took me out of it. Um, but I tried it on the new computer, and it was on Ultra and everything maxed out, and it's a pretty damn nice-looking game. It's not the best, uh, and the interface leaves something to be desired, but it really is one of those games, I think, you know, as I power through it, I'm really finding a lot to like in this game. It's a lot of fun, and it's kind of like a... For Ultima fans, I think it's going to be a real treat. If you if you are an Ultima fan, it's free to play now. Like I, I backed it in Kickstarter, and they, I think they decided to try the free to play approach. So you can actually get it on Steam now for nothing. Oh, and nice! Give it, and give it a try. Um, you need a good a good machine to run it, I think, because you need to have it on Ultra for it to look good enough to where it's it's kind of like one of the late games of the era to where it's it probably would have looked amazing three or four years ago when it was announced. Mm-hmm. And now it just looks good. But, you know, it's it's a Richard Garriott game. The story so far is great. And I'm really enjoying it. So, hmm. I'm playing that. That and the other thing I got into, I was telling Nick the other day, I, for, I, I, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put my head back into Star Trek Online. And Nick and I bought that at launch back in like 2013. And it was, eh, it was all right. But they've done a, t- a crap ton with it ever since, and like they actually have storylines now running uh, parallel with the Discovery show, and uh, they have a whole new like beginner experience, which is really awesome. Um, so I've been playing that, you know, here and there, you know, running a, a they they call them episodes, and it plays out like a you know a TNG episode. Your ship warps in, and what would be a quest, you know, it's they call episodes, and the name of the episode like fades in on screen like a credit you know on a star trek show it's like into the darkness and then the whole cinematic starts and stuff it's for a trekkie i think if you enjoy star trek you might want to give this another look i do Um, yeah i think i'm gonna it's free to play give it a look it's it's fun i like it so far and uh it doesn't look too graphically intensive either i think my pc might handle it yeah it's not too bad so if you do get if you do get it and you can play it let me know We'll, we'll run a couple together I think it'd be fun Sounds to good. play with somebody else. Yeah, it looks um, cool. Yeah. And then I think with that we can move into upcoming releases or stuff that just released because I have been playing it and that is Apex Legends. Um mm, I'm gonna download I'm gonna download this one tonight. Dude, this game came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, my buddy was telling me at Bingo actually, a neighbor down the street's a gamer, and he was telling me about it. He was like, dude, you play it yet? I'm like, no. He's just like, dude, it just came out of nowhere. He said the same thing. It won't there was no press on this, okay? I, I'm, I'm actually looking up the developer right now. I can't remember the name. Uh, Respawn. The guys oh, that, it's, um, that did Titanfall. Oh, sh- yeah, it's um, it's an EA game. Yes, you got to get it on um, Origin. Yeah, um, oh, the Anthem. <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anthem. No, Anthem, eh, that's been out. But no, this is... Uh, no, Ape- no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not out oh, yet. Anthem's, they- the Anthem's the demo. I'm s- okay. Sorry, they, Anthem is the upcoming game from Bioware that EA is releasing. That 
is the uh, one that just did their alpha, like their public alpha. If you mm-hmm. bought the game, you could play it that, the other weekend, and it's gotten okay reception. But Apex Legends literally um, respawn announced like the I think it was the day before the Anthem demo came out. They're like, or maybe it was like the day the Anthem demo demo ended, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we have a battle royale game, and it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> it literally was that. People were like, what the hell? And people started looking into it. And it came out. I downloaded it. It's free to play. And it's an absolute blast. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. The weapons feel great. Like, it's one of those games. Like, you know how you have weapons where it's like the little kick or it just feels like you're shooting things like a bullet sponge? Like, the weapons here feel like they have power. They have kick. So you got to really, like, aim properly. You can't just spray and pray. Um, it's kind of, it feels like Titanfall light without the mechs, but it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a real lot of fun. Very simple, clean UI, you know, you got the radio menu for weapon select. Um, the thing I'm still kind of getting used to is there's no solo mode. Uh, you, you play in teams. I think it's, I don't even think there's a duo mode. I could be wrong there, but you, you're basically playing in teams of three or more, I guess, or three to four or whatever. I, I got grouped up into a team of three when I played, um, and you really do have to work together, you know, to stay alive and stuff, but it makes it actually pretty fun. I usually go solo on those games, but I'm having more fun playing as, you know, even it's random people I'm having fun playing on a team, but, um, you know, for all our podcast buddies out there, if anybody's got it on PC, I'd I'd love to team up. It's a lot of fun. Hmm. Is there crossplay? Or not yet? I don't think yet. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong there, but... Yeah, I, I wish there were, and I, I, I know a lot of people that I know in the podcast community are all playing on PlayStation, so I probably won't be able to play with you guys. Uh, I'll be playing. I'll probably be playing on the Xbox. Oh, all right, then I'll grab it on Xbox so I can play with you. Yeah, I don't have I don't have PlayStation um, PS Plus anymore because I just haven't been playing it online. So I'll keep that with the Xbox, so you okay. and like Jonah and my friends play on there. All right, so I'll, I'll start downloading it tonight. Then we'll play uh, maybe play tomorrow or something. Cool. Yeah, I'll do the same. We got that storm rolling in. I'll be home anyway. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's going to snow Tuesday. Yep. All right. I think the next two are yours, man. Have at it. Cool. Um, let's see. The Axiom Verge released on Epic? No, we're on uh, upcoming releases. Bag up. Upcoming. <laughs> Whoa, I'm way down. I am so sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Toe Jam and Earl's coming out, I believe, March 1st. And I know it's still two weeks. What's that? About two weeks away. You excited? Um, I'm look- yeah, I'm super excited. This one looks like a lot of fun. And it's coming out to PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. Sweet. So um, I'm a huge Toe Jam and Earl fan. Um, I've beaten the first one countless times. That was, uh, speaking of snow day, that's always the game that we played whenever we had a snow day at school. Oh, yeah? So, a Kyle yeah, and Dustin so special? And I- yep, we do. St- yeah, we were- he was always Earl. He was always the fat one. <laughs> so, yeah, we played that a lot. So I'm pretty excited that one's coming out. Um, I know it was the original developer working on it. I think it's just him and, like, a small team. It's not a big group. And it looks like it's going back to the really weird over overhead view type of game like the original was. So oh, I great. really hope it plays. I hope it plays like the original. A good chance of that. Panic on Funk, yeah. Panic on Funkatron was good. They made it a side scroller. It was fun, but I don't know. There was more of a charm with the first one. I think that mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I loved it. So, and the other one is uh, 
Um, just the Switch Online games. Uh, nothing huge here, but Mario Brothers 2 and Kirby's Adventure are both coming to Switch Online. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we've been really enjoying their uh, Netflix-style online service. It's been really cool. Yeah, I was going to ask, because so. like, you've had that for a while now. What's what's your verdict mm-hmm. on it so far? On On that part of Nintendo's online, I think it's great. I mm-hmm. think they need to start adding more, and I think they will, and I'm hoping... I think it was last week, last cast, we talked about adding Super Nintendo games. Uh, yeah. I'm really hoping for that. That's going to be great. Cool. But um, so far, like, but as far as like paying for their online, it's like you got Smash Brothers and Splatoon and Fortnite. That's it. Yeah. I think everything else, you don't really need it. So they, they need help, which sure. we'll discuss later. <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. Well, that will then bring us to news. News. <laughs> we got some good ones this week. Um, one of which I found out I've, I'm a follow of uh, Trent Oster on Twitter. Used to work at a one was one of the major players, founders, whatever of Black Isle Entertainment. Um, had a hand in the original Baldur's Gate, Planescape, all those games. Uh, they went on to form uh, Beamdog Games a couple years back, and Beamdog Games have been responsible for all of the remasters you've been seeing for Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, Planescape Torment, Icewind Dale. That's all been those guys. And uh, they announced this week they're teaming up with Skybound Games to bring these... Uh, the, a, a publisher, Skybound Games, I'm sorry... To bring these titles to consoles, and from what I read, the Switch is a possible include to this. So, uh, I would say, Kyle, that if uh, Baldur's Gate makes it onto the Switch, you've got to try that one finally. Yeah, I think I will. But uh, I think that's going to be really interesting uh, with those games hitting the console market, because that will reach an audience. I think that's never seen those kind of games before i mean they've seen mm-hmm. they've played turn-based rpgs but these are the true classics of the genre i mean these are the ones when you talk to pc gamers you know what are some of your favorite rpgs one of these will inevitably end up in that list so i'm excited to see that come to consoles and come to a new audience yeah me too um the, Very cool. <laughs> the next one cracked me up so this game, Axiom Verge, that was on Steam, released on the Epic Store. Uh, it crashed, uh, people noticed, in the third level, and it turned out that the developer removed a bunch of files that had the name Steam in them when moving from <laughs> Valve's storefront, <laughs> I guess thinking he had to, and it removed the sound files needed for uh, Steam Pipes on that level, and it caused the game to Ooh. crash. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a bone to that pick like, with that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, how does a game like Action Versus has been out for qu- quite a while now? I was just thinking, like, how the hell would that crash? How the hell would that crash? It's been out for so long, but it makes sense when you said, like, he removed a bunch of the files with steam in it that that makes sense because i was questioning that when i first saw it, it was axiom verges <laughs> in the news but yep. that's pretty funny yeah i have a bone to pick with the epic storefront why the oh, why is that why the fuck sorry but it really pisses me off it, does that thing not close from the system tray is anybody else having that problem like, you can close it and minimize it, but if I want to, you know, like, hey, I'm going to record. I don't need something downloading in the background. If I right-click on it in the system tray and try to click close, it never closes. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't So you got to go into task? 
Yeah, I got to go in task I, manager and close yeah, it. Yeah, I got to go in task manager and kill it. Hmm. And I don't know. That just irks the shit out of me. Fix it, Epic, or I'm going to remove it just to spite you, even though I'm just one voice. <laughs> I'm one voice in a sea of millions. Yeah, I haven't I haven't downloaded. I have not been on the PC in a while, so <laughs> sadly. Oh, man, too but. much. Uh, let's see here. Um, the former Telltale Studios, a lot of their developers are starting their own studio called Ad Hoc nice. Studios. Say studio again, Al. Uh, will continue <laughs> the storytelling genre of games. I'm happy about that. Good. Me too. Me too. Hopefully they don't oversaturate it. Like they, I kind of feel like they did a little bit with you know when they were working with Telltale, which was part of the problem. Yes. Um, hopefully the devs realized the, the corporate mistake that was made with Telltale. And they just focus on good storyline, you know, games that they're that they've been doing the past couple. I, I feel like the developers kind of knew that for a while. Um, but what wound mm -hmm. up happening was the management at Telltale was just like, we need more, crank out more, buy more licenses, crank out more. And I know mm -hmm. there were a few developers from some of the ones that I talked to privately that were really pushing hard to, hey, let's hit the brakes on doing all these releases and let's improve our engine, you know, and let's, let's evolve. And, uh, they were not, uh, they were, they were, the idea was poo pooed to just keep the money machine going. That's a shame. Yep. That's so always when the games take a hit. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. I, I wish, uh, I wish ad hoc studios the very best of luck that this news makes me really happy. I, I do enjoy the storytelling genre games very much. I, I would love to see the continuation of fables guys. Come on. Or not Fables, uh, The Wolf Among Us. Same thing. But I know you guys had some stuff there. Please, if you can get that one, let's do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let's see. You want to take the next two? I can fill in the blanks. Um. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Astroneer? Yes officially launched and uh apparently it's a great chill space survival exploring game yeah this one was put Hi. up by nick um okay as far as i know i haven't played it i know he's played a ton of it uh it's it looks like um i don't know kind of like a more relaxed version of no man's sky uh maybe okay uh, i haven't looked into it enough but it, it's i know it's been in early access for a while so it's cool to see that hit the finish line. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Yep. That's all I got on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What's next? Dedalic, Dedalic Entertainment to announce six new titles. Datalic. Datalic. <laughs> that sounds like a pervy Star Trek thing with data. Sounds like something I do to a hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lick your data. Datalic. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, Datalik Entertainment to announce six new titles from creators of Shadow Tactics, Blackguard. Um, I don't know anything about this, so this is... Okay. Um, to fill in on this one. Yeah, so Shadow Tactics was that um, like samurai game. You had a couple of uh, teammates, and you had to like plant traps and get through a map without getting noticed. It, it was very, very highly reviewed. Uh, a lot of fun. Blackguard was a game where... Um, you know, it's the RPG, someone needs to save the world, except, like, instead of the heroes, you're playing the 
<laughs> the bad seed, you know, mercenaries and rogues and, and just the normal bad guy crew, and it's up to you to save the world. Uh, I actually picked up, they had the entire collection, Blackguards 1 and 2 and the Deluxe Editions, all together in one package for $2.98 on Steam, like right now. Um, so I grabbed that because I've never played it and it sounded interesting. And it had good reviews. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about um, a lot of our a lot of those games. I don't really, I haven't really played them, but it sounds like it's pretty cool. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I it sounds like it. Like that. All right, I'll let you read the next headline, and then we can we can discuss on this one because woof. <laughs> Activision Blizzard plans to cut jobs on Tuesday in face of declining sales. Um, uh, I did not hear about this story, but that's that's kind of um kind of a shocker with Blizzard involved in that. I did not think. I don't know. They always put out solid stuff. Yeah, this sucks. Um, a couple developers I follow on Twitter uh, from uh, Activision Blizzard are uh, kind of sitting on, you know, what is it, tooth and nail or whatever the hell. You know, they're they're. Needless to say, there's a lot of anxiety coming for Tuesday. Um, they know there's going to be layoffs. They know it's going to be. Somewhat sweeping from what the rumors are saying. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, A, my heart goes out to those guys. That's horrible. Sure. Absolutely horrible. And it's, man, it goes to show you, um, even the titans of the industry eventually, I guess, have their decline. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I haven't played WoW in seven years. Mm -hmm. So I missed out on a lot of the new stuff, but I, I talked to a couple people when I heard this announcement, people that I know are still playing it. And I said, you know, this is coming as a shock, you know, isn't WoW still going pretty strong? And they said, well, not really. Like, I guess the people I talked to are still playing it because they have friends that play it and it's kind of their way to stay in touch. But it sounds like they haven't really innovated a lot in that game. And it's a lot of the... The expansions don't seem to be enough to keep players interested. The engine's obviously getting very dated. Um, hmm. That game came out uh, when? 2005? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, I heard the last expansion was actually pretty awesome. Was it? So, yeah, I mean, I didn't play it, so I can't speak personally. I haven't played in years as well because I just don't have the time. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, that's what it boils down I mean, to. I put so much time into that game. By the time I walked away from it, like, you know, like you know, kids work, you know, I just priorities started jumping in. I wasn't working at a factory eight hours and done, you know, anymore. Now it's like, now I got to work and take care of kids and sometimes I have to work late. I just don't have the time that, I, to, to, that, that that game needs for you to yeah. be successful. So um, I still love it though. I still think it's a great game. Um, but I can see all your points you just made. I mean, graphically, everything's way ahead of it. I mean, it still looks okay, but yeah, you can tell it's dated. Um, it could probably the whole engine could probably use a refresh. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's here's the thing. Like Blizzard comes out with some a lot of solid titles, and I know Overwatch is doing great right now. Oh, it's doing fantastic, which is why this headline's a bit of a shocker. I'm with you on this. Um, well, it's but you got to think like it's one game that's been out now for two years. Mm, yeah, good point. You know what I mean? So it's it's been out for a while. They don't do anything with StarCraft anymore. No. Um, that game came out a long time ago. Uh, they're still doing pretty well with Diablo 3, but that's going to start waning. 
yeah. and then they're coming out with your favorite mobile platform. No, I don't want to hear it. Hey, maybe Which, that's what's, you know what? Maybe that's what's declining their sales. Maybe they shouldn't have done that in the first place. Huh? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If they were going to say, like, okay, Diablo 4 is going to be full-blown mobile, I would be right there with you. But if this is yeah, something no, in between something on the side. Diablo 3 and 4, then then whatever. But it, that, that doesn't bother me. I'm, I'll never buy it. I just I cannot do mobile gaming. But yeah. You know, I think Activision 2 is a big player in this because what do they push out all the time? Call of Duty? Yeah. S- sales for that, look, it's still doing okay, but sales for that have to be waiting because, I'm sorry, Call of Duties have not been that great lately. No, they haven't. And I think oh. that's – I feel like that's probably the same thing that's happening to a lot of their stuff is they haven't really – the properties that they do have that are great properties, they don't seem to be doing enough with. I mean, Diablo 3, yes, they're doing seasons, they're doing this stuff, and it's it's pretty fun. Uh, but like you said, I'm I'm really shocked that StarCraft is just left to die on the vine – um, it's a great game too. It's a fantastic game. I like StarCraft too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to understand, you know, where the where the fall line is here. But I don't know. Maybe they have too many things running concurrently. Uh, maybe WoW definitely has seen a loss in numbers. I could I could see that uh, because mm-hmm. that you know there are better MMOs out there just graphically engine wise combat wise where combat's more active more involved you know wow is still running on a very old MMO standard of combat where it's you know automated combat and you're just mashing a hotkey here a hotkey there to run a skill combination and that's it um there's definitely stuff out there with much more active combat now i mean elder scrolls online's a good example uh, it's kind of a step up guild wars 2 and they've never mm-hmm. really they never really evolved beyond that original formula so maybe that is starting to affect the the roster i don't know it's it's been a long time since i played wow and um for the same reason as you do you know i don't have the time so i really don't have any desire to go back like i play eso because i can jump on and do a quest and be done and it'd be right. a very you know be a very satisfying experience but uh so so like so when you do ESO and let's say you do a quest, do you get pretty good gear back from that quest? Sure. Like so you can because you can't really do that and in, in, unless it's changed. World of Warcraft has changed so that it's played. But when I was playing, like you could only really get good gear if you were doing dungeon runs, and some of those dungeon runs take a damn long time. Oh, some of them would take over so, an hour. Yeah. So it was just kind of, and especially if like you die halfway through, then you got to get all your guys back. It, ugh. I just don't have the time to do that. I mean, shit shit, anymore, some of them so. would take a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, especially big raids. They were yeah. fun as hell, but yeah, I just don't have time for that. Yeah, they were a blast. But like I said, I, I can't do that time commitment anymore. I'm lucky yeah, I can so record that's... this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a sh- that's a shame, man. That's a sh- it's always a shame to hear that stuff. Yeah, my heart goes out to you guys, you know, out there, and I wish everybody at Activism Blizzard the best of luck. And for those mm-hmm. who end up on the bad side of the coin, I hope you all land on your feet really soon. Yeah. So. All right. Next one's yours. Take it away. So I guess this is, it's almost, it's all but confirmed. It's still kind of rumor though. So I can't really say like for sure this is happening, but Xbox live is, uh, it was leaked out that it's uh, going to be going cross platform. So, Ooh. which is really good, which is really cool news. So, um, Android PC, obviously, um, obviously the Xbox and the, the one that I was kind of shocked and happy to hear was the switch. That is huge. Because what were we so, saying on the last episode? Switch, just 
do what Xbox Live does. Call it something else and do the same thing. Well, I guess they heard well, us and decided. Yeah, I guess they heard us and decided. Well, no, we'll just go on Xbox Live. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Why not? Here's the thing. I love Nintendo. I love Nintendo games. I don't know if you guys could tell. Um, I it's I love I love the company. I love the games and all that. But their online sucks. You yeah. have to use a phone to chat. You can't. There's no built-in chat. Um, the friend code thing is a mess. You oh, can't just horrible. be like, oh. Oh, his screen name is Kibis. Yeah, let's be friends. Your screen name's Kibis. Mine's blah blah blah. It's got you gotta no, get my the, screen name is AC five zero six space two. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and do you think they would? They had plenty of time to figure it out since the Wii, but they just never really put a lot of effort into it. And the Netflix style gaming is really fun, but what else do you really get with it? You know, you get like yeah. oh, you get I I don't even think you have to pay. I don't, Rocket League, Fortnite. Splatoon 2 and Smash. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what else you get for it. So the fact that Xbox Live, you can come in, you can link up your friends with Xbox friends. It lets you know if like someone's playing the same game you are and yeah. Yeah, but then you can jump in, you can chat. I'm sure there's gonna be a built in chat to that app app on the on the the Switch. So something like the Switch, I think it's huge. Something like Android and PC, I think it's also huge because you can just stay connected with your friends. And you know, like the the PC, I always think like Microsoft PC, I always thought it was a given, but I guess not. No, no, and I'm I'm very excited for this. This is a great very cool. I mean, you can say what you want about the Xbox, and I, it has its naysayers out there, and a lot of the criticism is well-deserved, when it, especially when it comes to exclusive titles. But, and I don't think anybody can argue this, they have 100% the best online structure of any system out there. The ability to, to get in, play with your friends, you know, find friends, jump into games with them, Watch them mm-hmm. play. You don't even have to have the game. You can just jump in and spectate and watch your friends play games. Um, I, you really can't beat it, man. It's it's really cool. Well, mm. they have to be yeah. on a mixer, but yeah, you know what I mean. I do. Um, only only platform not supporting this is PlayStation because they're being a bunch of big ass bitches. Oh, they're so. gonna miss out on this one. That's gonna hurt them, I think. It took them forever just to allow crossplay with Fortnite and Rocket League. Yeah. So they're, they're they're slowly starting to allow that stuff, but you know, just why why why, why fight it? It's it's not like they're going to be making more money or you're losing money on PlayStation Plus. So you still got to pay for that. Yeah, like this I can understand so if it's interconnect a, with friends. I can understand when it's a PlayStation exclusive. Obviously, you can't have crossplay on that, and you wouldn't want to because that's what they want you to want to buy the system for. But for right. you know a game like Rocket League that's out on every single system, you know, and sure there are people out there that'll buy it for, you know, this system and that system, but the majority of people won't. So, I love the right. idea of crossplay. But anyway, um, me too. But we'll see. I think that's great news. I think it's great news for gamers, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. I can't wait to play uh, some titles uh, that Switch and you know PC might be compatible for. It'll be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see. Um, okay, the next one is pretty big. Um, I've been wanting to for a while, and the guys and I, you know, all, we've, we've been talking about doing something like this for months now. And um, I'm working on uh, getting in touch with some people in the industry that I, I've befriended over the years or, or, you know, had conversations with. And I wanted to start, you know, seeing as we are a retro podcast, 
I did want to start interviewing people from, you know, the gaming industry in its, you know, certain golden years of, of my growing up and our growing up, you know, as younger gamers. And um, the one of the first people I've, I've reached out to, and she was very enthusiastically a yes on this, um, and we're actually just setting up a date. Um, now pretty much trying to figure out when works for her and when works for us is Christy Marks. Now, uh, she'll be our first big interview on the cast. We did interview, um, you know, David, not that Dave wasn't big. Dave was awesome, uh, over the Boot Hill, uh, Heroes, uh, game developer. And that's when I, st we started doing interviews and I wanted to do more. So that's where this comes from. Um, but Christy Marks is a, was, well, is a game designer uh, a screenwriter, a prolific screenwriter, to the point of if you were watching cartoons in the late 80s or 90s, I can guarantee you, you've watched something she's written. Um, she's done episodes of G.I. Joe. She did an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. She's the creator and lead story uh, editor on uh, Conan the Adventurer, which was one of my favorite cartoons growing up. Um, and she was the creator and lead writer and story editor on uh, my wife's favorite cartoon growing up, which was Gem, you know, Gem and the Holograms, <laughs> Gem. Um, so I'm, and one of the reasons I wanted to interview her, Nick and I have talked about it in previous podcasts. We're both big fans of Sierra, and she was the lead game designer for the Conquest games uh, in the Sierra Heyday, and that is Conquest of Camelot and Conquest of the Longbow. Uh, these were, you know, the Sierra adventure-style games, point-and-click adventures, um, but obviously the Camelot one was an Arthurian legend-based game where you play as King Arthur, you know, in, in searching for the Grail to save the kingdom. Uh, and then Conquest of the Longbow was when you played as Robin Hood and uh, the whole Robin Hood mythos. And what made these games really special is um, she and the people that worked on these games did a ton of research, and it's based off a lot of, you know, old sources, so you, you get a lot of, like, real feel to these games. Um, so it's very, very good, and we're very excited. So we're going to have an interview with her very soon, and uh, we will let everybody know on Twitter once that episode is done and, and, and put it up, and... Uh, I just want to thank her ahead of time. I think this is really awesome of her uh, to be very, you know, as enthusiastic as she is, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to talk to somebody that I thought was pretty awesome growing up uh, that, that influenced a lot of, you know, I guess me growing up and a lot of the things I watched. So, I don't know. What do you got That's there? That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's... No, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan, and just knowing she worked even on one episode, I think is is amazing i mean gem was huge um, yeah oh yeah and i never watched conan but i know it was popular and we used to watch gi joe also so like just that stuff alone i think is pretty cool to be able to talk to her about it yeah i'm excited just to so. hear you know what was it like back then you know in mm -hmm. the industry what was the industry like what was it like being a creator and you know what was it like for you i got i'm, I'm so stoked for this interview i can't even tell you so yeah we're just we're very excited <laughs> But uh, that will wrap it up for news, and uh, we're actually going to move on to the Save Point Game of the Month. Uh, it's time for our final thoughts on Darkwing Duck. Go ahead, Yeah, uh, 
All right. I'm going to say I enjoyed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the music. I like the graphics. It was your typical Capcom slash Disney. I mean, it was a mix between Mega Man and uh, DuckTales. Yep. I thought so. Uh, very, very influenced by Mega Man. Very cool. Very difficult. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I have my gripes. I mean, I think the controls well. I love how you could just jump and grab stuff and then jump on top. I thought that was just like that was that a cool was awesome. That was feature awesome. that they did. Um, and I felt like the controls were were spot on. Like you, you didn't have to be absolutely perfect to grab onto a hook. As long as you were touching it, you grabbed it, which yep. was like was key because some of those games they have such a small little grab box where you miss it, and even though like it looks like you jumped on something, you fall through. They nailed it. Um, the fighting absolutely. was good. The shooting was good. My complaint was, though, sometimes when you would jump and enemies would appear to blatantly knock you off just to make it harder, and you couldn't shoot them in time. It just it was really frustrating. Um, Yeah. The second level, when you jump on the tire to go over the spikes and that flying guy that throws the bombs down just pops up right in your path, there's nothing you can do. You're going to get hit, and then it's just uh, how fast can I catch up to the tire so I don't die on the spikes? I mean – Okay. Really frustrating to get past. I was going to ask you if, if I was missing something there because I had a bitch of a time with that. It was um, a hard part and it was it was kind of lame. I, I didn't like how they're just like, oh, here he is. Put him up higher or or gives you give you a chance to, you know, shoot him down first. There was nothing you could do. Yeah. Those tires. I, those tires suck. Yeah. Some of the spawning I have gripes with for sure. Um, mm hmm. But uh, I'm with you in that I, I think for its time, I you know, and even today, playing it again, graphically, it's a great game on the NES. The music's fantastic, as were all those Capcom Disney games. I thought they always did a good job there. I did like the controls, though. I was surprised at how much... Um, oh, the they contro- were tight. Yeah, I'm surprised. They felt very ahead of their time, because a lot of Nintendo games were kind of floaty or, very, like you said, very, very, very precise. Uh, this seemed to give a little bit more leeway in that department, and um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I got I got past that second stage. You know, I didn't devote too much time to playing it. I mean, I I liked it. Um, it didn't necessarily have enough to kind of keep me going, you know, in it. But I I did enjoy the time I had. Um, I, I would say it holds up. I mean, I I, I think that's why they released that uh, Disney Afternoon Pack. I think all those games hold up pretty well Mm -hmm. um so it was definitely one of the more enjoyable ones but i will say the spawning really started to piss me off at points (laughs) um just like you said because like i don't mind i don't mind a challenge and i don't mind like a spawn coming into where you have to like oh weave and dodge because you weren't expecting it but some of these there was nothing you could do and it was just like god damn it yeah that's just that's cheap (laughs) it is it's it's a cheap it's a cheap death it sucks when those happen but I don't think it to me it didn't make the game unplayable. It was no. just kind of annoying just kind of frustrating. Yeah. It was well Nintendo games get like that, you know? Oh Some yeah, and then they all did. And I you know, and again it's we've talked about it before and I think I I think we have forgotten, uh, just because I do think many games today are much easier, um, how challenging a lot of these games were. So Yeah, they were tough. They're tough. So that's that's it for Darkwing Duck. Um I'd give it a B. Yeah, solid B. Solid, solid B. So, um, next game, as chosen by the uh, our friends on the save point, um, is going to be Boogerman. Uh, <laughs> I know. 
I played it on the Genesis. I never played Same it on here. the Super Nintendo. The theme was just oddball games. And um, we might do another one of these because I thought of a couple more uh, after yeah. I came up with the list that would be perfect to play. But uh, There's some good ones. But yeah, Boogerman, uh, I play it's a pick and flick adventure. Um, <laughs> Booger! I do. <laughs> I played it when I was when when I was growing up, and I was always into like the Tude games. And then you had like boogers and fart jokes, and uh, I'm in. Yeah, this one was loaded with them too. So, so good choice, guys. Um, it's been a while since I played it, so hopefully it holds up at least okay. <laughs> just remember, if this is a shit game, I didn't pick this one. You guys did. So yeah, this is on you, fellas. I, I, I'm not taking the heat anymore. <laughs> Although I, I might have I might have voted for this one too, so <laughs> you son of a no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think most of the games in this list were at least were at least um Playable. average or above average, right? So I don't I think I think we'll be I think we'll be okay here. Yeah, hopefully, definitely. Alrighty then, let us move on to our um, question of the bye week. And uh, we have some voicemails this week as well. So uh, before we hit the question of the bye week, why don't you give out the uh, voicemail line, Kyle, if you have it. I do. The voicemail line is 610-810-1654. Excellent. All right. So we, um, I think what we'll do, we do have one reply to this in the save point, but let's read off the question. Uh, this was semi-inspired by my pal Los over at the uh, Future Monkeys podcast, who wound up doing a crazy Frankenstein mod on his Nintendo Switch and the Joy-Cons. Um, nice. I'll provide the link to... He actually did like a step-by-step guide of what he did in the blog on that site, so I'm going to put the um, the link for that on the question of the bye week in the save point if anyone's interested in checking it out. But the question was... For anyone who had physically modified their controllers or consoles, what are some of the mods you've done that you're really proud of? Um, my pal Kato Kane from uh, Streaming and Good for Gaming replied that he modded his PSP to run Homebrew using a modified battery. That was a bundle hmm. of fun. I also have a flashcard for my DS Lite that holds all my games on it. Other than that, I have a project where I am making an emulation box from an old Sega Genesis Model 2 and a Raspberry Pi. Huh. Very cool. I'd like to see that because um, I don't think it'd be that hard to do because how small the Pi is. But I have a Pi myself and um, I have a couple Genesises, so it'd be pretty cool to see how that turns out. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I think that's going uh, to be pretty neat when he's finished with it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's going to be cool. All right. Uh, do we want to do ours or move on to the voicemails and do ours last? Uh, it's up to you. We can do ours or we can do – you said there's a voicemail, right? Yeah, yeah. We got two voicemails this week. Um, let's do the voicemails and then we'll chime in. All right. So let's start with our first voicemail. Who could this be? Hmm. wonder. What is up, gentlemen? What is <laughs> up? I had no idea. Check it in. Check it in. Double F. Still on my feet. Yes, oops, sorry about that. I didn't mean to make all that noise. Sorry about that. Still on my feet. I'm I'm upright again. I'm surviving it. The Rams let me down. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I let me down. It was, I don't know, it was a bit of a sleeper suit. Well, they say defenses win, win championships, so I guess that held true. Defenses win championships. Ah, but anyway, enough with <laughs> the talk. But anyway, well, on a quick note, Anybody's looking to buy an old beat-up uh, Ram Sand bandwagon bus, there's one broke down a 
to you dirt cheap, uh, you know, mildly <laughs> used. Seats might be ripped out, might be half burnt, tires might be missing, but uh, I'm sure you get some parts out of it for something. So let old Fred know if you want a old broken down Rams fan, ba- fan boy bandwagon bus. So give me a good deal. <laughs> anyway, 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 on to the question of the week. Question of the bye week, bye week, question of the bye week. Yes, sir. Here we go. Modding. I'll tell you what, guys. I've seen some beautiful modding done on the Internet. Some of these people have talent out the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. Okay? I'm sure oh, yeah. I've all seen some of these people's work. Some of these people are outstanding at doing that stuff. They do it. That's just amazing. It takes some simple, ordinary thing, and they create a masterpiece out of it. Beautiful. I, myself, uh, I'd have to cough. I apologize. I, myself, have never uh, done much modding. I always uh, admired other people's work and thought I should try it, but uh never really got into the uh, soldering of things. Usually when you mod things, you end up soldering things and doing stuff, taking things apart, putting it back together different ways. And uh, modding is in a painting way. Well, I, I, I'm pretty good at drawing the old stick figure, but that's about as far as I go artistic-wise. <laughs> But I'll tell you, this is, this is probably the closest I've come to modding, and I know this is a far shot, but I'm going to share it anyway. Uh, I used to have the Game Genie. <laughs> yes, sir, the Game Genie. Yeah. Whoa. I'd walk around and boast to my friends, I beat this game, I did that, I did this. How did you do that? That's amazing. Until the secret got out that I was, well, you know, I mean, so I beat that. Think about it. The game genie's kind of modding, isn't it? I'm taking this. Yeah, technically. You get in the way. Side I know a soft mod. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a chuckle out of you guys. Game genie mod. <laughs> so that's about as much as I've done. I really haven't done much modding. I, like I said, I applaud and I salute the people who do do it. They are spectacular at it. There's some very talented, great people out there, but I'm not bringing much to the table. I probably didn't even bring much to this phone call. I apologize. No, I apologize. it's good, Fred. I'll try to rebound next time, gentlemen. As always, be You're safe, good, be good, and Arriba Durchy. Arriba Turkey, Turkey, Fred. You're all good. We love your calls. Um, now, I mean, obviously, he makes a good point. There are some amazing modders out there. Uh, and I will say our next caller is one of them. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I've seen some crazy ones. Uh, I'll go into mm-hmm. mine. I would consider mine barely one, but we'll talk about that next. And this voicemail comes from the one that the question of the bye week was inspired by. Give it away to Los. What is up? I, I remembered the call. I'm very, very proud of myself. This is Los. Uh, I'm calling to uh, to thank you, to thank you for uh, for for semi dedicating a question to to something that I did. Uh, it was really. Yeah, I mean, you said it was inspired by me. I'm not, you know, full of myself and, you know, patting myself on the back or anything. But, uh, but I'm just going off what you said. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, modding, modding controllers and switches and all that stuff. And it was, it was all worth it. Uh, I don't know if you, if you saw the, the crazy, uh, guide review thing that I, that I wrote up. But, uh, but it was, it was a fun, fun process and I would do it again. Uh, no, no question. I would do it again. Uh, by far, uh, the the fun, the funnest part, the the most fun was the the Joy Cons, uh, and that's that's like I guess I'm a glutton for punishment because they were a pain in the ass. But <laughs> I'm I'm proud of those because I didn't I didn't mess them up. That's why that's why I'm so proud. Uh, I didn't break them. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for that. But uh, well, what? <laughs> ah, 
Democracy's Goat Simulator. <laughs> poisoning our children. Right. Poisoning so, mine too, brother. So, there, there you go. Uh, the Joy-Con. Joy-Con is the most tedious, but it's the most fun. Uh, I I look forward to maybe one day doing it again. Different colors. You know, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, that's that's my that's my experience with it, and I recommend if you want to do it, go out there and do it. Get get the kit, get everything, get the screwdriver set. I have a nice little guide up. Uh, Al will pimp it. Uh, I feel bad for pimping stuff on other people's stuff, and I do it. No, no, no. To, uh, no, no, don't worry about to, it. To Chaffee, but <laughs> but uh, but you know that's out of love. That's that's you know bro bro kind of thing. And <laughs> I, I only call here twice, so I didn't want to push my luck, but. Take care. Have a good show. Hope everything is good. Thank you very much for uh, for for the for the inspiration. For I mean, I inspired you. <laughs> Take it easy. For sure. Take it easy, loves. Thank you for calling in. Um, yes, I will be posting this link on the save point. And the reason I I um I did this was because I I did read your guide, Los, uh, when you posted it. And I was really impressed. Um, for someone like me who is about as mechanically inclined as a shoelace, um, seeing stuff like this always kind of amazes me a bit. And um, Kyle, did you see it yet? Did you check that link out? No, I didn't. Um, I sadly did not. Here it is right here, right? Yeah, it's yep, in the I agenda there. Um, yep, I'm going to check it out now. He really did a nice job. He's got like the new shell on the switch. He he redid the Joy Cons. Uh, the plating looks great. Like it just, it's really cool. And it's one of those like, I don't know. I can I I, I guess the case is a little slimmer if I understood correctly because it wasn't quite fitting in the dock properly if I remember. But he's got a whole video on it. Um, and I, I got to really sit and watch it start to finish. But I I really think um. If you're even remotely into this or you just want to watch somebody do something cool, check out the Replacement Shells mod he did on his Switch and his Joy-Cons. I'll post the link in the save point after we're done recording tonight. Um, That's super nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You know what? I just saw one. Somebody put Super Nintendo buttons, like the colored, you know how the um, Super Famicom version of the controller, they put that, they have colored buttons for the thing that would look really cool with this also. Yeah. Yeah. that's a really cool build. I think I might do something like this. It doesn't look that difficult. And I have extra Joy-Cons, so... Yeah, and he's got links to all the stuff he used um, mm-hmm. right there on that page. So, yeah, give it a shot, man. Very cool. Yeah, thank you, Lois. That was uh, that was a fun read, and it was a fun watch. And uh, I figured it'd be nice to see if anyone out there that listens to us is as into the modding scene as you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, Kyle, let's hear your mod. Um, I've done a couple, I've done some soft modding and I did one hard mod. Um, the soft modding, I, I did the letter bomb on the Wii, which is the easiest thing on the planet to do if you have a Wii and a Wii is actually a pretty good emulation system. So, oh yeah, I recommend doing it if you haven't. Um, I also got the card on the, on the, on the, the, the DS, um, the flash card. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess I'll count that because it's just, it's a soft mod. Mm-hmm. But um, I bought a Sega CD a long time ago, and it didn't have a, a, the the not the not, it wasn't a battery. The fuse they had like a soldered in fuse that was uh blown. It looked like a little capacitor. Mm-hmm. So in order to fix it, you'd have to you know cut it and then resolder a new capacitor in. Well, I didn't want to do that because the fuses are known to blow on the on the the Sega CDs. 
So I put in one that has like a it looks like a car fuse. Um, Get out. Like the old the old tube fuses. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like I used really to have in my amplifier. Yep, something like that. So it, it 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 you know you can hook the two wires up to it and you twist and it locks in. So yeah. instead of having and and it loops around um, to the left, like so the CD player's on the right and there's like a blank space on the left so you can just put the extra uh, wire in there for it oh, get it's perfectly so now anytime the fuse would blow i could just untwist that put a new fuse in pop it on and i'm good no kidding so it was a more of a functional mod than like something like playing you know backup games or bootlegs or you know foreign games or anything like that so it was more of a functional thing but <laughs> yeah i've done that it's pretty cool. Um, and I, I don't know if this counts as modding, but I fixed I fixed a lot of consoles with like uh their disc drives. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done two PlayStation twos. I've done uh my Wii U because my kid put quarters in it. <laughs> um, that that effed it up pretty bad. Uh, you know, I've done the Wii, so I've done countless of that stuff too. But yeah, that's that was mine. Wow. Um. Yeah. The most I ever did, and this was, you know back in the day before I thought to even look on the internet for help. Um, my cousin, when he was living with us, um, he had just gotten out of the Navy. He had money to burn, and I had a PlayStation, so he went out and got himself a PlayStation. And uh, he never explained uh, proficiently to me how this happened. I don't know if he got pissed off, or one of his girls got pissed off that he was seeing at the time. But they wound up ripping the door off his PS1. <laughs> and... And so he pretty much thought, okay, like, my PS1's broken. And I just started kind of looking at it, tinkering. First, I wanted to see if I could glue the lid back on, but it, it, it was completely busted off at the hinge. So I was like, well, I'm, so I was looking at it just as an analytical idiot like I am. Like, how does this actually work? And that's where I found the pressure switch to where that that piece of the the stick on the end, the back end of the lid that would come down and just press down the switch. Because obviously, like, he'd put a, a game in and it would say, you know, close lid to play game or whatever. And so I said, well, wait a minute. I said, let me see if this works. And I, my dad at the time worked for a scale factory um, for, like, making triple beam balances. And they always had calibration sets of weights. And we always had a couple around the house just for whatever reason. So I went and grabbed them and I found a weight that weighed the perfect amount and and you know it's a cylinder so it fit perfectly on the pressure uh switch mm -hmm. put it put it in the pressure switch went down and uh he put a game in and his playstation worked again sweet uh, it registered as the the lid being closed but anyone who's actually modded their ps2 or gotten a a, a mod chip to play uh uh you know burned games which i also did but luckily, I didn't have to do the soldering that a lot of people did because I had one of the earlier models that had the serial port on the back. And mm, um, nice. I wound up buying a mod chip that actually was that would hook into the back of the serial port, and it was like a cartridge. Yeah, and yeah, I had one of those, but you had to do the disc swap, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I had one of those. I forget the name of the one that I bought. I forget it too, but it worked oh. beautifully. Yeah, it was nice. It was pretty cool to have. And uh, I worked at a video store at the time, so it worked very well. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, dude, I was renting games left and right because I could get like one or two games out at a time. And I think it was, I maybe paid a dollar if I paid anything at all. No, I don't think I paid anything at all to uh, 
you know, rent something for a couple of days and bring it home. So I was just loading up. I went out and bought a spindle full of CDRs and went to fucking town. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's my, the extent of my experience with modding. I'm not very mechanically inclined. So if Paige throws a quarter in my uh, Xbox, I'm calling Kyle. Hit me up, man. It's not, they're, they're, they're not, they're not hard to fix. So it look, not, none, I've never done the Wii U was the hardest one to fix that I've ever done just because it was a very tiny ribbon yeah. and a tiny chip then a tiny chip that you need. If so, like it's proprietary to your Wii U. So like oh, that you had to peel that off and put it on the new disc drive. Otherwise it wouldn't read it as your disc drive. Oh, so geez. pain in the ass. Other than that though, it's fairly easy. Cool. So, yep. All right, then. That will bring us to the end of the show. Um, get into our final thoughts and shout-outs. Um, Kyle, any for you? Um, my shout-out is to my family and my wife, who has kept the kids quiet for this past hour and a half so I could talk to you guys. Yeah, that is awesome. To you. Yes, so that's my shout-out, because they were Hellions today, and I thought this was going to be doomed. But um, minus um, minus the door opening once and having Calvin shake his naked butt in here, uh, <laughs> everything has been fairly peaceful. So Christ, I'm glad it's not I, just my house then. So thank you. Oh no, no, no. They're always kids are always pulling their clothing off. Okay, cool. I feel normal. It's, it's not just your house. Yeah, no, be normal. That's I'll, I'll walk ridiculous. in from work and then where are the girls? And all of a sudden they just come running out from around the corner and go naked. And it's like, oh yep. boy. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yep. Um, yeah, also a big shout out to my wife, uh, because somehow both girls and the baby are silent. Uh, I'm not sure how that's happened, but you are amazing. Thank you for that. Um, and 6.30 is right around their bedtime, too, so I thought that was going to be a problem. But I got the uh, the hugs and kisses in early, and they seem to be happy with that. So big shout out I to don't. you, babe. Uh, also, a big shout out to the fans. Uh, again, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everybody for spreading the word. Please keep doing it. Leave reviews. Obviously, we really appreciate that. Um, we got a lot of great stuff in store for this year. Uh, like I said, I plan on starting to get some interviews scheduled regularly with a lot of the you know big figures in the industry. And if there's anybody you'd be interested in hearing us talk to, I'd be more than happy to um, take some suggestions over on the Save Point. So, uh, we, and I think we all would. So definitely let us know who you'd be interested hearing from. And maybe we'll start kind of a semi-regular segment on the show and get some people on here. Um, obviously another, uh, big shout out for team G for G good for gaming. Uh, everybody's just doing phenomenal work already raising money for extra life. We got a tri uh, uh, tri uh, uh, uh charity event <laughs> coming up for the end of, uh, not the end of February. I think I'm I'm actually going to be streaming. It's a three-day stream-a-thon for charity. I'm going to be streaming from 3 o'clock in the afternoon to 6 in the evening on February 23rd. Uh, and there's going to be streams from the 23rd and the 24th. Check out the Good for Gaming Twitter uh, account, uh, you know, at good number 4 gaming um, And check out for the official schedule of all the people that are going to be streaming. I'm very proud to be a part of it. Uh, I love this crew, and I love being able to contribute when I can, so I'm looking really forward to this. I'm probably going to be playing some Bard's Tale 4, some Star Trek Online, probably going to play some more, um, uh, where the hell is it? Uh, Shroud of the Avatar, I'd like to play 
uh, quite quite a bit more of that as well. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Come by, check it out, hang out with me on stream for three hours, and uh, we'll raise some money for Extra Life. <clears throat> um, big shout out to the gang over at the Everyday Gamers. Looking forward to your next show, fellas. Um, obviously, big shout out to our boys at the Bad Fodder Figures. Uh, I called them again, Kyle, and uh, just asked for any tips for first-time Paxers. Um, just because of the last time I tried to do that, my fat cheek hung up the phone on me mid-voicemail, so I never got to ask the question. <laughs> so, so I'm waiting to uh, just get some tips from them. And I uh, also want to give a shout-out to the Future Monkeys podcast, Los and Beardy. I uh, love you guys, love the show, and I can't wait. I just saw you put up another episode, so I'm looking forward to hearing it. And um, I think uh, other than that, we'll uh, shout out the save point. Uh, if you want to hang out with us, talk with us, and talk gaming, you can do so over at tiny.cc slash savepoint. Uh, you can email theretrorents at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Twitter, uh, at theretrorents. You can uh, shout at me, at retrorentsal. Uh, Nick is on Twitter, at blackeagleops. Um... And then on Twitch, you can find all of us. Uh, I'm at I'm Retro Renzel on Twitch. Kyle is Kibis, K-I-B-B-I-S, and Nick is Black Eagle Ops. So we look forward to seeing you guys on our Twitch streams and our Twitter channels. Uh, hang out with us, chat with us. If you have any questions or any uh, anything related to the cast, we'd love to hear any input questions you might have. And uh, always, don't forget, you can call the voicemail line for any damn reason you well please at 610-810-1654. And um, I think that will do it. All right. Happy 33rd. Happy what? Happy oh, 33rd, 33rd episode. episode. Yes, yes. Two oh, freaks. Yeah. Turn it around and what mm -hmm. do you get? 33. Oh. oh, I was thinking about that. Hmm. <laughs> All right, everybody. Kyle, thanks for uh, jumping in early. I know it's tough on you know either one of us trying to finagle the kids on a time on plan, so I appreciate it. Sure thing, man. <clears throat> All right, everybody. We will catch you next time. Till then, keep playing games. See ya. Ariba Turkey. Ariba Turkey. <laughs>